Hello, and welcome to another freestyle episode of Storytime with Mama V. Today's episode is actually for grown-ups. So it's to all of you moms in specific in particular, but it could apply to grandparents, dads, etc. Now, at as of the time of this recording, we are less than a week until December 25th. So in North America and a lot of other countries, December 25th is Christmas Day. So it's a big deal. It's a big celebration. And typically we spend months or sometimes weeks, maybe days, maybe hours preparing to deliver that ultimate wow Christmas magic for our loved ones. Now, I'm seeing a lot of information on the internet about how this time of year is very stressful. It's hard on people in a lot of different ways. Of course, it brings up a lot of um, emotions for those that perhaps have, you know, have to go into uncomfortable dinner situations or gatherings with family that they don't typically see all year and, you know, have to gather at this time of year because of what it is, because of this time of year. There's also financial stress. The economy is what it is and things are expensive. And deep down, I think we all want to do our best and deliver that perfect gift or cook the perfect meal or have your house decorated to the nines. But the reality is, by the time everything is said and done, often many of us are burnt out, exhausted and feeling resentful. And I wanted to share some tips that I'm implementing right now to kind of keep myself sane and um, have some semblance of calm, at least within myself. Now, just like anybody else, I want to make sure that the holiday season is magical for my child. So I came up with a very simple list that has helped me um, be better through this season. Um, I keep bumping into parents that are all stressed out and maxed out. And so I was starting to think about, well, what can we do for ourselves so that we can enjoy the season? And I came up with three pillars of what I'm doing right now. So the pillars are around sleep, around screens, and around sweets. And I'm only using myself in this example. This has nothing to do with the other people in this in my family. This is just what I'm doing. Let's call this Mama V Care. Okay, let's talk about sleep. Now, I think we've all heard that sleep is integral to our overall health. And what I've started doing is just going to bed as soon as I possibly can. So previously, even let's say a week ago, I would stay up and I would watch my favorite show. Right now, I'm kind of obsessed with Julia, which is um, streaming on Crave and it's about Julia Child. But anyways, what I've done is I've unplugged my TV um, and I go to bed as soon as I possibly can. 
try to go to bed early. Um, you know, I know that for a lot of us, we wind down by maybe reading our phone or, or watching a show and that's all fine and good. But what I've started doing is I completely unplug from the TV, from reading. And what I do, however, is I listen to, um, a podcast, which is a meditations podcast. And I really enjoy the host's voice. I find it's very gentle and calm and it kind of lulls me to sleep. So TV off, lie down, listen to a few minutes and then start winding down. The other thing I do is I do take a magnesium supplement, which um, is helping in me having a better quality of sleep. Now it's not a sleep aid, and I'm not going to get into the science of magnesium, but it is something that I've found helpful in allowing me to have the best quality of sleep. And I know this is not anything super exciting or glamorous, but it's amazing how I feel on a good night's sleep compared to a night of not good night's sleep. You know, when I sleep better, I'm functioning better. I'm more alert. I'm more productive. I can just enjoy the day more when I'm better rested. So that's sleep. And my recommendation to you is get the best quality of sleep that you can. I'm not talking about getting a really long sleep. So if you're not someone that, you know, has the capacity to sleep for eight solid hours, a good quality six will do the trick as long as it's good quality. So what does good quality mean? Lights off, make sure your bedroom is a little bit cooler. And, you know, there's no distractions. If you can leave your phone in a different room, Um, pardon me, I leave my phone in my office and I have an alarm clock in my room. So if you could do that, set yourself up for the most um, peaceful and restful night that you possibly can. Okay, so now let's move on to screens. Now, when we talk about screens, again, I'm talking about for yourself. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, for us moms, often we tend to put ourselves um, last on our list. And Often the way we relax is by reading our phones, by scrolling, or maybe it's catching up on those last minute emails or last minute online shopping, whatever it is. Here's my suggestion to you. Limit the amount of time you spend on your phone. Screen fatigue is a thing. And right now, you want to make sure that you are taking care of your own needs and taking care of your mind and your body so that you can be the best mom, best dad, grandma, etc. that you could be for your family and for yourself first and foremost. So with screens, I found if I spent a lot of my day on my phone, whether it be answering emails or, you know, because of the podcast, I often check the stats of the how the podcast is doing, etc. or texting or whatever, Try to minimize the amount of time you're using on mindless screen time. So scrolling social media. Listen, you know that new cool sweater that Susie's wearing and posting in her pictures? It's okay. You can revisit that post tomorrow or at a later time. But don't spend, 
more than, I don't know, give yourself a scrolling schedule. The other suggestion I have is don't be on your phone first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Because when you're on your phone first thing in the morning, you're eating into that really vital brain space that you need for decision making. So as much as you can, if you need to look at your phone in the morning to shut the alarm off, leave it at that. Shut your alarm off, put your phone down. If you need to message somebody about something pertinent, use your phone as it's intended to be a phone. Avoid using it as your main source of entertainment. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, when my daughter comes home from school, I try to put my phone away because my daughter is now at the age where she will call me out and tell me to put my phone down. And she's absolutely right. And the other part of it is, it's very distracting. So the more distracted you are, the more your brain is scattered at looking at your phone and trying to hear what somebody in your house is telling you. It's overloading your psyche. It's overloading your brain. So limit your screens. I know the information I'm telling you here is not anything new, but I thought I would share what I'm doing, what's helping me in hopes that it might help you. So here we go. Limit the screen time for yourself. And of course, when you do that, you um, model the behavior to your children who now want less screen time as well because they have more connection with you. And, you know, this information comes up over and over and over again, but really getting yourself off the screens about an hour before you go to bed, it ties into the quality of your sleep. So you sleep better when you have less screen exposure closer to bedtime. And the next pillar that I'm going to discuss is sweets. Okay, we are in the season of the best, most delicious, most beautifully created sweets ever. And I know me personally, I've taken up some, you know, baking and some holiday dessert making as well. But what I've also found is if I overindulge in sweets, A, my energy levels are lower, and B, that's all I want to do is I want to sit and I want to eat sweets. And of course, there's signs behind how sugar affects our brain. But the bottom line is, is Limiting my sweets intake makes me feel better. So what does that look like for me? That doesn't mean that I don't have any sweets whatsoever. When I do, I want to make sure that I have what I have and I move on. It's not going to become a whole, oh, my friend dropped off a, you know, a basket of Christmas goodies, Christmas baking, and I'm just going to sit and mindlessly eat it. No, I pick out what looks the most appealing to me. I'll eat it and I move on. I also make sure that I bump up my water intake at this time of year for a number of reasons because with our internal heat on, it's, you know, our our homes are drier if you live in a colder climate like I do where we have snow. But also when you're eating sweets, sweets dehydrate me personally. So you can't, you know, completely cut them out, but I do limit how much sugar I eat. And Typically, your body will communicate back with you. Your body will tell you, listen, 
I'm tired and I want more sugar, so give me more sugar if you've been eating a lot of sugar. So to stay on top of your holiday game, limit the amount of sweets you're eating. You can't eliminate them in in its entirety, but you know, be a snob with the sweets that you eat. Do you really need those five candy canes that are just laying there on your <clears throat> on your table because they were part of your kids' gift? I mean, candy canes are around all the time. I'm not like bashing candy canes by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm giving you an example that if it's a treat that it's always going to be there, it's always going to be there. Now, on the other hand, if it's, you know, the once a year cookie that your mom or your grandma or your neighbor bakes just this one time a year, and you know that she's only going to make it now, and then you're not going to have it until next year, sure, by all means, help yourself, have some, some, not all, drink some water, and move on with your day. And to add to that, I would say don't starve yourself you know, if you've overindulged on sugar, make sure you're putting good food in your body. Right now, it's very easy and convenient to live on takeout because we're so busy. We're running from here to everywhere. We're pulled in a thousand different directions, but take care of yourself. Pause and do the best you can. You know, if you can't make a, a nutritious meal because you just simply don't have the time today, Go to the grocery store and pull together readily available items that can help you reduce your cooking time. So I'll be first to admit that this time of year, you know, a rotisserie chicken from the grocery store is part of my grocery list every week. It's just how it is. Although, and my daughter actually has voiced to me that, Mama, I'm kind of over the quesadillas, the chicken quesadilla thing. So, so there you have it. And with, as I mentioned, everything I'm mentioning here, it's basic self-care. Now, there's a few bonus things that I wanted to throw into this episode, and that would be have fun. You know, don't aim for perfection, but just have fun. I'll give you an example. Um, My daughter and I came up with this game. It's called Ornament Yoga. And you'd think it's something fancy and creative. And well, it is creative, but... What we've done is she was looking at our tree and she's looking at the different ornaments and she's created her own yoga poses. Do they look like yoga? Some do, some don't, but it's just silly and the pictures are funny and we attempt to do our poses and it gives us a laugh. At this time, more so than ever, if you get trapped in the rabbit hole of social media it's really easy to compare ourselves to, you know, a perfectly curated picture or reel of somebody else's life. Well, first of all, that that life doesn't exist. Nobody walks around in perfectly pressed pajamas with their hair perfect, makeup done, and kids well behaved. Come on, come on now. That's just not reality. That might be a moment in time, but that's not how it continues. There's always something And so what I want you to focus on is have fun. What is fun to you? Whatever it is, it doesn't even have anything. It doesn't even have to do anything with the season. It could just be whatever is fun to you. I know somebody, um, you know, one of their traditions is, I believe 
on the 26th of December, they spend an entire day in their pajamas and she plays with her kids with their new toys. And it's just something they do. Um, you know, for other people, it could be watching movies, playing video games, coloring, or it could be doing nothing. It could just be going on about your day. It could be whatever it is that appeals to you. It's nobody else's business. You don't have to post it on social media. It's just for you. So to wrap up our episode, I just wanted to review what I've spoken about here. And again, folks, this is Victoria's experience shared with you in hopes that it might help you navigate the season with more ease and grace. So I've spoken about focusing on getting better quality of sleep. Remember, good quality is far more important than lousy quantity of sleep. I've spoken about limiting your sweets intake and I've spoken about um, reducing your screen time to really using your phone for what it's intended to be, a phone. You don't have to do this forever. Try this for now. And if you feel better, carry on and incorporate that in your life beyond the holiday season. To end the episode, again, thank you very much for listening. If you think this will benefit another person, please go ahead and share this episode. You can simply share out the link on your social media. You can text this episode to somebody. Above all, wishing you abundant health, peace, love, and I'll see you on the next episode of Storytime with Mama V. Bye for now, my friends.